what's up everybody we are back again with another episode of show me what i've been missing i am one of your hosts chris mack and i'm here with my other lovely host elizabeth stanton yes and we are here today again to talk sex in the city we are talking episode uh 17 of season two 20 something girls versus 20 something women no 30 something girls versus 30 something women oh 30 something women oh i'm sure it's a big difference there's a big difference apparently honestly there is and we're gonna cover this and i'm going to because honestly now that i am older i do realize that 20 something girls absolutely annoy me i don't like maybe like you know any like if they're in their later 20s, they kind of start to calm down. That's kind of, but even then, it's still kind of a crapshoot. But for the record, everybody's annoying in their 20s. Oh, 100%. That's why I'm so frustrated with In this. my mid-30s, I, I know I sound old because I have officially, <laughs> like, just sworn off 20-year-old men, women, whatever. Like, I can't yeah. fuck with them. It's just <laughs> mad annoying. And here's the thing. I understand I was probably that annoying in my 20s, too, but I'm not anymore, so I'm sorry. You yes. guys just gonna have to yes. take this. <laughs> just understand that take, in your twenties, take that L. Yeah, in your twenties, the only people that can put up with you are other people in their twenties. That's it. Which Everybody is why it's wild that old men always want to date like twenty-something girls because it's like you know how goddamn annoying she is, right? Like, right. But they don't care because they're yeah. creeps and that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, when it comes to the the, the physical attributes of a twenty-year-old, sure, sure those can never be beat you know <laughs> you yeah. never you'll never know. beat them you know what i mean like, j-lo's I mean, still fucking hot as hell and she's in her 50s now yeah but here's the thing her husband would still cheat on her with like a 25 year old no matter how hot she is. a-rod's an idiot a-rod you know, was out there doing it you know but you know who was so. smart who played the long game my boy ben affleck Hey, he was out there doing dirt too. He just had to wait twenty years to come back and be like, "Hey, you forgive me now." <laughs> yeah, he got he got his shit together. We saw him carry anyone who can carry that many Amazon packages and a Dunkin' Donuts cup, they're doing all right. Well, see, but 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 also kidding. don't remember shortly before <laughs> he had problems when they were dating. I know. No, 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 not that. But shortly before her, him and uh, J Lo got back together, wasn't he on that that dating gap trying to talk to some like twenty? He was apparently allegedly on Raya. Yes, and he was dating Anna de Armas, who is, uh, I think, in her 20s as well, mm-hmm. mid to late mm-hmm. 20s. I think she's like 26 or 27. Whatever, she's like that. smoking hot though, wouldn't you? She is, but she's that's what so I'm saying. Pretty. That's what I'm saying though. And that 20 somethings, <laughs> like in the physical game, they almost can't be beat. That's like peak. That's like, you know what I mean? It's like almost a, I wouldn't say peak, but it's almost the peak. You know, what I mean? was laughing. My brother, uh, I saw Knives Out with my mom and brother. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, I thought part of the twist, is no spoiler, but I thought part of the twist was going to be her character was going to turn out to have been a bad guy all along, too. And my brother goes, nah, she's too purdy to be evil. <laughs> He's like, Mart- Marta, her character. To be fair, he's too, not too wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong, because here's the thing. If, if, if that would have been the twist, we'd have been like, really? But she was so, like, come on. Why would y'all do that to her? Let her be the, the good guy all the yeah. way through. Like, no, she was... definitely deserved to be the one, like, get yeah. all the riches and have the, all those here's the thing because that would really suck too because you had I all know. these pieces of shit characters in there besides like the cops that was the only like yeah. probably decent human beings and then martha right so <laughs> <laughs> like there are all these other human beings if, if it had turned out that she was just as bad as them ah uh, 
That well, I just sense. didn't know if the movie was going for a commentary that like everybody's awful, but I'm glad yeah. it didn't because that would have been yeah. too cynical. I mean, technically, she did kind of do him dirty at the end because she did kind of kick him all out. Was like sipping the mug at the end. Yeah, like, they, had, but, they had it coming. You know, just a little piece. You know, you got to get a little piece in there. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they were sure, they were pretty shitty to her throughout the the whole yeah. movie. Like, never knew where she was from. Never really <laughs> called her by her real name. Like, yeah. <laughs> basically, try to make her do degrading things. It was pretty yeah. bad. They did kind of deserve that little that little piece of a. Uh, a little piece of meanness that she speaking gave. of meanness let's get into the episode <laughs> please do yes okay uh, so we first of all i want to say we start out with a, a brady bunch revival yeah, uh, yeah. slides which i yeah. loved um i didn't watch the show but i did watch the movies oh and, yeah those uh, movies are great the movies are great they're all so right. fun they're so, <laughs> so fun they're good. so good and um but uh, yeah, seeing that opening was great. But it's so it's so awesome the contrast because like the story behind yeah, yeah. why all those people are connected was pretty brutal. Yeah, <laughs> the, so the couple re- had rented the Hamptons house. Right. And they invited a pair of uh, single gal pals and two single guy guy pals, and then it like all got chaotic. Yeah, the wife walked in on one of the women and her husband with the friend and then um one pair of single guy it's like a woman were just hating each other just annoyed with each other the other single guy was trying to comfort the wife and her time of need because he was like secretly in love with her and by the end of all that they said oh my god we don't want this stupid summer share anymore and then they call charlotte (laughs) and be like charlotte take over the lease for them oh and of course she would yeah of course she would and sweet little charlotte's like oh my god Oh, oh my god it's gonna be in Hampton. it's gonna be magical okay. it's gonna be everything. i know I love question that. though question though yeah let me just to go just to, to before we move on i want to mm-hmm. ask you if you were in a couple would you invite two of your single friends to in a in a in a home with you i just feel like you're um, you're asking for trouble like you're putting trouble in a place that it can't be or it shouldn't be i i would because i have like more trust and like faith and like my friends uh, mm-hmm. in that regard if it was maybe somebody I didn't know that well okay. I might be a little more like hey can they bring like a couple more people like so just balance it out somehow yeah. I think they tried to though that was the, the cruel irony of that moment was like yeah because they got two girls and two, two girls, single two guys, guys but like that still that's still a eh. you know what I mean because if I mean now from I don't know I guess I, I, I'm kind of with how you're seeing it too is like if it's friends that I've known for a while some yeah. years and stuff like that it's different but I don't they didn't really say the dynamic of like how long they've known each other just That's, basically yeah. like it was the couple that invited like mm-hmm. you know relatively new people that they know yeah and that with them. might be where they went wrong well that's exactly that's exactly, that's exactly where they went wrong a <laughs> matter of fact that's that's the pinpoint area yeah. where they went wrong yeah because like i know i like obviously i'm single and i know like my married friends would happily be like come along to this thing right you know or like i go crash at their place like if i'm visiting home in michigan or something like that it's like yeah. not a fit it's they're not like, oh man, Elizabeth keeps bringing dudes around and banging them in our house. They're like trying to hit on my husband. Like, no, this is not a thing. <laughs> well, that's another thing too. It's like also to reverse that, like not to put it all on the 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 couple. I mean, still stupid on them to invite 
two, you know, four single people, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Just in general, because that's just more drama anyway. Even if they're trustworthy, there's just drama there mm-hmm. when you're being single because you're going through single people shit. Uh, but on a side note, too, as a, if I was a single man, there's no way if a couple invited me to mm-hmm. spend the summer with them, would I go? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if they're like, oh, yeah, we're bringing like more single people, it's like, yeah, but no, because I know y'all, like, because, like, you know what I'm saying? For the most part, like, if I feel like if I'm in a situation and I've been invited, I'm invited by people like that I know closely enough, yeah. maybe some like strangers. And it's like, I don't even want to be around that because I'm going to be hanging out with y'all mostly because I know y'all, but y'all going to be yeah. coupled up and that's going right. to be weird. I'm going to be the yeah, third yeah. wheel all the time. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't even know if I would take that. Like, I feel like that's the thing that they needed to do was like the way the girls did was for your friends who are all single. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the mm-hmm. house for a summer, you know, yeah. and figure it out from there. Less drama. Well, metaphorically, not for Meta- these girls, theoretic, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> theoretically, yes, but not for these girls. They definitely had their own uh, set of drama when they decided to to do this. Yeah, and I left um, when... You know, Charles trying to get them to go. Right. And they're like, we don't want to share a house. And Miranda's like, this pathetic. I'm like, bitch, do you know how much that shit costs? I'm absolutely splitting that with like four people, 10 people if I can. I gotta drive this 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 average down. Yeah. Well, the way and the way that she was saying it, like I, I totally agree with her. Like it does feel weird to like yeah. live with somebody in your 30s. Like I live with somebody right now and I'm definitely looking to find my own place because it yeah. feels but I'm talking feels strange. Vacation. But vacation, yeah. A, a summer vacation. Like this yeah, is a, a, you know, a spending week. the summer in the yeah. Hamptons. Like you can do that. They're just going yeah. on the weekends. So right. they're like they're like two days max. Right. Really one if you think about it. If you go on a Friday and leave on right. a Sunday kind of thing. But you're there two, three days max. You could share a house with people and right. like yeah like I my friend and I went to Vegas and we split the hotel room and everything like it right. didn't be like oh we have to get separate hotel rooms because we're in our 30s it's like fuck no and she's like I got points I'm using them like great like let's strategize this how right. much money do you need for me like <laughs> yeah, I mean absolutely. don't get me wrong like Samantha's point of like oh tw- there's 20 of them like sharing a house I do know people who have done that I'm like that shit's insane I'm like that's too many people I, uh, yeah, there's no room bro. how do you yeah there's, there's no room. I mean, yeah well also too like you know i'm looking at that because i feel like that's more of a guy thing than anything mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you want 20 men living in a house together that's like a four <laughs> bedroom house yeah. that's not good that's it's gonna be disgusting you can't bring no women over because a woman's gonna see that and be like what the fuck yeah. am i doing here and she's gonna leave like so what's even the point having that many if you can't do it with like if you could do if it's a four bedroom house eight people max eight people max eight people max that made two people can share a room and y'all y'all good to go and shit like that but all that other shit anything more than that is just ridiculous yeah i've shared like hotel rooms with like two queen beds (laughs) with like five people six people max yeah and that was definitely like mm, way too much right it wasn't it it wasn't terrible but it was definitely like when i was done i was like "Ah." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we can't do this anymore yeah but i was gonna because like that's what i'll say like yeah because she made a good like miranda does make a good point like yeah it does feel weird to live with somebody in thirties, but just for, for a vacation vacation you can you'll be I, all right yeah nobody's gonna judge you if you're on vacation with your friends yeah. renting out a house you know what i mean like yeah. i mean i guess if you're if if you roll in like you know people if you roll in like millionaire circles then maybe right. they might judge you but also 
I feel like if you're gonna roll with millionaires, you should probably be a millionaire. Maybe don't try to hang out with somebody. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I know I can't. I, somebody if millionaires yeah. are around me, I wouldn't kick it with them. I'm like, I don't know. I don't understand. Like, you guys, you guys got me right. Yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all live in a different world. Yeah, I don't know this world. Like, nah. <laughs> there was a TikTok that went viral like a couple months ago now, where a guy was sharing like he and his friends. I don't know what they all do for a living, but they're all like millionaire. Yeah. status and they had an excel spreadsheet with everybody's like income how much per, you know time off they get if wow. they if they have a girlfriend because that will impact how much time you know vacation time they'll take like will the girlfriend come with them or not oh, you know man. willingness to you know can they afford a private jet willingness to do like thir- a third world country and on and on and on and everybody was like six figures above like the lowest guy was like a hundred thousand and they i guess they called him broke bob and i'm like fuck i'd hate to be broke bob in that group i'd be like you guys are fucking dicks nah but you know what broke bob's the happiest i'm telling you because he's, he's, he's the, the one who gets to turn be like oh i can't make that vacation like yeah oh, well not even time. that it's just like well, well, not even that, because here's the thing, too. Like, if you're kicking it with them, they know you're broke, so they're probably footing all the bills, so you probably don't spend any money. Secondly, too... Or you spend less, you, yeah. Or you spend less money, you know what I mean? Like, they, they probably make you put some of the, you know, pay for something, but not everything, because they got mm-hmm. the money. Uh, secondly, too, when you're a millionaire, you got different kind of problems. Like, yeah. hundred, you know, 100 grand in a bank comes with its own set, sure, but, like, a million, two million and up, whatever, like that comes with a whole different set of problems. Also, too, those guys who probably make that kind of money per year, they're probably working their ass off. The hundred thousand dollars in a bank guy, like he probably takes time for vacation, he probably has a good time, like maybe spends time yeah. with his family. He's probably pretty happy. I mean, of course, he's probably trying to build a little bit more. But... Well, it's also a question of are these like rich hedge fund guys who right. like maybe don't work that hard or like have family money so that was maybe, like yeah there was like a lot of x factors and then apparently the guy followed up and said like you know everybody's cool with it everybody knows it's not like we're secretly trading this information it's all public within the friend group and now tiktok obviously and that uh, there is apparently another friend group of people making under six figures that has its own like spreadsheet of who does what and what that's honestly that sounds like that sounds like that the the, the what you were breaking down like the spreadsheets and shit like mm-hmm. that it sounds like something that would be on like some kind of uh, uh like millionaire dating site you know what right. i mean like something yeah, for somebody yeah. to look at like their stats like all right they make two million a year but how do they make it you know yeah. how much work do they put in blah 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 like is it that's what it sounds like if you're like a girl or you know mm-hmm. yeah if you're like a girl looking for like a rich guy I feel like that's the numbers that you would want presented in front of you before you go with it. Cause like, cause every girl wants, you know, not every girl, but like, you know, you can want somebody that's rich, but just like, at what cost? Yeah, do you yeah. ever get to see them? Do you ever get to spend time with said person? Mm-hmm. Like, are if they always gone? If you don't care gone? that much, and you just if you don't care, time, yeah, that's yeah. true. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the kind of shit that needs to be on like these, you know, dating rich websites or whatever. Yeah. Even, even between like other rich people. Cause it's like, yeah, I can be a lawyer, but like, if you're a lawyer that works fucking you know 80 hours a week mm-hmm. that's a different yeah. kind of lawyer than somebody who's like oh i work 20 hours a week and i make dumb money because mm-hmm. i work at you know whatever crazy uh, firm yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying because <laughs> there are some people that like don't even work but their firm is so like prestige and known and they yeah. got like crazy big clients like you know conglomerates and shit like that so yeah. they really don't have to do nothing unless something happens yeah <laughs> um but speaking of work 
Samantha has an assistant who's awful at her job. Oh yeah, her twenty-something uh, assistant 20, blabbing on the phone, not yeah. doing work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back talking, Samantha. I I think the, I know the assistant quits, but Mike, you should fire her ass because like this isn't just like a twenty-something thing. I it's just she's a bad assistant. <laughs> well, sure, but also though, I will say this: that is also a 20 year old thing because i've seen 20 year olds now like in customer service jobs and they're the worst like they're all entitled mm-hmm. they all think they're supposed to be like instagram famous they don't even want to do like the bare minimum i was at the fucking theater the other day and i mm-hmm. asked the guy for a straw and he rolled his eyes like i asked him for his <laughs> first goddamn born he was like straws are over there i'm like okay relax yes and no i do i i see i i don't like i'm super polite yeah. with all customer service people so when i do yeah, get sassed, oh, yeah. I, get, I get a little annoyed but i yeah. also have a great deal of empathy because i'm like i don't know what kind of day they were having maybe people threw a tantrum about straws right before you got there and so he was like jesus christ not another straw question so i have a lot of empathy in that regard i don't have empathy for the assistant in this in this uh in this scenario though no no she was just being a bitch straight this up like terrible. she was just being yeah she just been awful and she like, stole she was literally- information <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah she stole information she's fucking like have, she's on a personal call yeah. while her boss is in the office like at least have enough respect for it to like do it while she's out at lunch but when she walks in be like hey i gotta go like yeah she was having or hide it call. better also too she was having a loud personal conversation yeah. like all the like samantha could Samantha knew exactly what the fuck she was talking about and it was yeah. like some obviously some information that should have stayed within that circle of friends yeah not out loud like i feel like she would have had the same conversation on the goddamn subway in front of strangers you know what i mean like just just it's so disrespectful she's just an obnoxious person absolutely yeah absolutely which means she's probably going to be successful which obviously kind of low-key is kind of was by the end of the episode but yeah but then we uh we get to let's see what do they do next so they get to the they ride the bus, the Hamptons Jitney. Real thing, by the way. I double check. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering uh, if that was a real thing. There are different like bus and train lines to get out uh-huh. to the Hamptons. Um, I was trying to do like a little research on like why it's so popular, but it's kind of obvious. It's just, you know, it's historic. It's money. You're at the beach when you're, it's an escape from the city because it's all on Long Island and everything. So you're right. on the water. It's kind of obvious why it's like a big Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just, it's a getaway from the city and that's pretty yeah. much like the prestige mm-hmm. of it because like yeah i mean i've been in new york i've walked around it you need a break <laughs> yeah especially in the summer when it's yeah. hot and like hot not a lot of fuck. places yeah, have you know air conditioning or central right. air right right i right. mean if you think you know i, was I mean about- these people probably got it but you know yeah but like you know but also yeah. if, you, if you can't afford the air you probably don't have the ability to go to the hamptons either that's yeah true. it's all expensive or so. if you're unless you're renting a house with 20 of your with friends 20, people, yeah. <laughs> 20 of your 20 something year old friends <laughs> um, but charlotte shows up to the jitney with 20 something greg is it i wrote down yes yes 20 something well, greg yeah. <laughs> of course of, of course right here's the this is why I don't really fuck with Charlotte no more because like <laughs> she's the one that's like oh let's have a big girls trip and the first thing she does is bring I brought some dick yeah. <laughs> the, fir- 
she's like, hey guys, girl's trip. I'm bringing some dick. Y'all cool? Yeah. Uh, like, what? no, this is not a girl's trip. If you're bringing it, the idea is, like, if she'd have met him in the Hamptons, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. This girl's trip, do your thing, you have a vacation. But she, she imported him from the city. <laughs> That's not how you do it, Charlotte. You don't import. <laughs> no, you don't do import. You go out to the place and get it there. You get it natural. Yeah. But he also thinks she's Troy Seven, which is the, the which I do buy because she is younger looking. You know what though? But you know what though? I, I will no no no. I give her I would give her mad credit because she easily could have gone a little lower. But twenty seven, she was, you know, uh, reasonable enough to pull off an age or to say an age that she could actually mm-hmm. pull off, which is yeah. very hard because a lot of people when they lie about the age, they always go a little too far where you almost like where you question it. You're like, oh. Yeah. And and usually that's the the, the 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 telltale of like if a person's lying because they go too far <laughs> from believable. She was very believable. Twenty seven because at this time she's only what like thirty one. They're in their like early thirties. Yeah, like thirty. Th- and we don't know exactly how old she right. is either. So, uh, uh, you know, she could be like thirty one to thirty three. Let's say. Okay. At some point, Carrie turns. 35 i think in the next season or so also i will say this uh now that she brought the guy to the to the hamptons or from you know now i kind of see why she's kind of like the outside friend because she seems like the kind of girl that gets a man and then disappears yes yes. gone you don't see her for a while so that's like she probably you know now that i don't i don't think she's like the newest friend to the group i just think that like she's just that girl that disappears so she's kind of always like the last person that anybody wants to talk to or call because yeah she's like they're like oh you got i got some new dick see y'all when it's over we're losing charlotte for a month here because right yeah yeah right (laughs) I mean, look at I mean, look at the Hamptons trip, right? To do this episode, she's like never there. <laughs> you only saw her a couple times, like when they all were together. She was there like once or twice. Other than that, yeah. she was up that dude's ass until we find out later why she decided to get <laughs> yeah. rid of him. Also, I mean, it's kind of mean, but do you think if you were that guy and she told you she was twenty seven, and then you show up and see who her friends are, would you be like, why are all your friends like way older than you? <laughs> And I, and I hate saying that. No, no, like, no. Well, here's the thing. For, like, for the only thing that really, for Miranda, the only thing that really makes her funny. look 30s is the way that she dresses. Yeah, and the she way dress, they style her is Yeah, the way, well, yeah. they style her, period. Yeah, always. Yeah. But the way she dresses, it makes her look like a 30-year-old woman. Like, she's clearly a 30-year-old yeah. business professional. professional woman. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, but she doesn't really look that old. And neither does Carrie. Like, yeah. Samantha would be the only one I'd be like, why y'all bring... But Samantha, I would be like, why are you bringing a 35-year-old? Like, I don't think Samantha... Yeah, no, 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 she doesn't look old, old, but she actually looks in her 30s. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's yeah. all com- and, but even though she dresses low-key in her 20s, mostly. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, <I'm saying>. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, that, yeah. That, I'm going that, to hell for But see, the thing, too, you also got to remember, <laughs> you're, you're, you're looking at this as a 20-something-year-old woman. As a 20-something-year-old man, he ain't aware of this shit. He ain't looking That's around true. and looking he's, at her friends. He's not, he's not giving a shit. He's pussy blind. Yeah. He don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's looking at Charlie. He's like, I'm going to get some tonight, and that's, yeah. and nothing's going to stop me. I don't see nothing else. Like, yeah. That's really, what, that's really what he's about in your 20s. You have focus when it comes to getting laid in your 20s. Yeah. So, yeah, they get to the house, and it's like, not that great, but 
whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then there it looks small, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like for a beach house. I mean, I guess that's well, like a reasonable beach house. That's a reasonable beach house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like a it was like a little cottage. Yeah, a cottage nice. thing, yeah. A little cottage thing. Then they go to the bonfire. Um Oh, boy. oh my god yeah oh, like look even in my 20s i would have wanted to leave that bonfire <laughs> also too like mm. i like it because here's the thing uh even even though I'm, I'm not like you know like you know create I'm, I'm only in my mid-30s but like i went to college with a bunch of kids who were like you know 18 19 20 years old and i would like mm-hmm. go to the party sometimes because they would invite me I'd, I'd be there for like 10 minutes and i'm like what am I doing here? Like, I'm literally the oldest guy here. I have to go. This is stupid. Like, <laughs> Even in college, my freshman year, I got to, like, some kind of house party thing. I yeah. don't know who or how I was connected to a roommate, yeah. a suite mate or something. And we got there. And it was crowded. And I was like, I hate this. I want to yeah. leave. I was, like, 18. And I yeah. was like, oh, my God, I need to go home. <laughs> 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 so I, that's just, that I, but I've never been that type of yeah. party type of person. And that's fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Uh, I still have friends and have fun and all that good stuff. But it is funny. Yeah, I've been some places, <sighs> too, where, like, younger people have been partying, like, yeah. while I've been in my 30s, I've been like, all right. Yeah, all right. Time to go. Uh, Saturday, kids have fun. <laughs> You call me for anything goes wrong. Okay, Dude, I had a I had a party at my house one time for like my college student friends, and mm-hmm. I was like, I think y'all gotta go. <laughs> I didn't say that because they were having a good time, but in the back of my head, I was like, I think I should be kicking everybody yeah, out. I feel like leave. this is this is uh this is not cool. <laughs> they make you know like party banners that say like happy birthday, and they had, they started making one that said please leave by nine. <laughs> and that's definitely like. That's that's definitely the better for me. Like, yeah, yeah. I, love, I love a party, but that's it. So, like, will, at least half the party needs to be gone by nine, and then the I rest will is- hang at a party later. Right. Sure, I I have the endurance to like hang at a party, but it's usually because I'm not drinking too heavily to begin with, and like I'm finding people and having a good time and having conversation. But uh, that was like probably the hardest quote unquote I part I party is like hanging out to like. And things are really winding down like last yeah. man standing right. now i'm like oh it is uh 10 and i have got to go Bye. i know you don't want to be the last person around too because i always feel like I not know, anymore like, yeah yeah well no because like when you're the last person at the party like you're leaving like unless it's like your best friend's house or something like that yeah. you're kind of like it feels weird like the energy's there it's like this person probably wants to go to bed why am i still yeah, here i need to take my ass home like this is stupid also too I, another reason why like this party made me uncomfortable the one on the show uh yeah. it's like bonfire bonfire parties are mad boring they're it's just fire and music and people drinking That's, well they were all frolicking big time like crashing into people left and right and i don't yeah, know what it's I, just, like i like to hang around like a bonfire campfire but yeah like it's not a party necessarily it's kind of chill yeah i also would be like who wants to hear a ghost story and yeah you know what that was the problem that that it wasn't like a chill bonfire party it was too much too much chaos chaos going on people joking around people were like wrestling and shit like that it's like i don't need all that energy like we should be all chilling by the fire having some conversation he still be loud you still have the music and shit like that but like it's you know yeah as soon as somebody starts jumping over the fire it's time to go because this is when people get real dumb and i liked i did like the throwaway gag of like it was Carrie's pondering like if 20 something women are the enemy which we'll get into that in a minute right um there she's like well at least they hold your hair back while you puke you can do that at any age 
it yeah. doesn't matter. That's true. And, I feel like it is true. Girls will go to the bat for other drunk girls. <laughs> and, yeah, but I feel like it more than likely. 20 something year olds go to the bathroom together before 30 year olds. You know what I mean? I feel like at that point, y'all kind of a little more. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like maybe if y'all, go, if y'all go in there to talk about some shit, then yeah. man, baby, but like just to like truly go to the bathroom, be like, I don't fucking need you, bitch. Like, no, yeah, that you grow out of <laughs> that. It's your crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> you grow out of that, but it, but if you do go into the bathroom and there are other drunk girls, nicest group of people you ever meet. It's true. I have heard that. I've heard that very, mm. I've heard that. They're like, you look so good. And you're like, thanks. You look amazing too. It's like, no, thank you. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> there was a great, uh, there's like a, I'm, I'm, that's probably the only time you are truly nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, the, the rest of the time, it's like, oh, you look so cute. Dumb bitch. Like, she's in the back of her mind. There is another, uh, I, everyone says, you know, if you're in your 30s, you're too old for TikTok. Who fucking cares? Um, do what you do. Yeah, like whatever. Shit. Um, but there was a there's been a meme going around like playing the you belong with me song by taylor swift where it's Uh, like leading up to uh the line you've got a smile that can light up this whole town and so there was one where a girl was like you know i'm in the bathroom not feeling myself and then like the next cut is like a drunk girl over a toilet going you've got a smile that can light up this whole town <laughs> That's probably how Taylor Swift got the lyrics. And she was Maybe, some drunk girl said that to her. You look amazing. <laughs> okay, so we're at this party, and Carrie meets a fan. The weirdest like child I've ever seen. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so this girl who I guess follows Brad uh, Carrie's blog, and she wants to be a writer herself, and mm-hmm. she is like very excited to meet uh, yeah. Carrie. Like maybe a little too excited. Yeah, like, I feel like if I saw someone I looked up to at a party, I would get shy. I'm like, I can't go talk to that person. Yeah. And, but she, and she is very awkward and weird. Um, yeah. I, this is such a, uh, we never see her again as we do with like 800% of all the characters. Right. I just, I've never been quite sure what to make of her. I, I, yeah. I, it's, I don't know if she's meant to be a contrast to like, the other party hardy 20 something right but she's still baffling to carry in that as we learn later she maybe wants to write a memoir about like saving herself for marriage yeah um which was this is predates the promise ring era and like the uh-huh. jessica simpson i'm saving myself for marriage but right. this is like just at the beginning of that crest of like waiting till marriage being and virginity being a big thing in pop culture well i found that interesting because for someone who follows carrie like that and worships at her she still has that i'm saving myself to marriage attitude that's very interesting it's like how are you that was one of the best jokes in the episode oh great it's fantastic going on and on about like women devaluing sex and devaluing themselves and Carrie's like so what is it that you like about my <laughs> that's what I was saying too like yeah. literally when she said that I was like thank you how are you such yeah. a fan but you have like a Charlotte mentality when it comes to, to yeah. the world you know what yeah I mean? that's a great yeah she's not hundred. she's like a Charlotte thing and yeah. actually and better she, than Charlotte she's more pure so you know yeah, Charlotte probably well, fuck with her <laughs> you know she's not a total freak that we know of at least right. she's claiming to be um well remember at the party she said no no hand jobs, no jobs yeah. like, she, like no sex at all not even yeah. like, you know no, no hand no stuff. Butt stuff yeah <laughs> you know nothing like that yeah. a lot of times you know these people who 
were raised religious. They're like, oh, I've never had sex, but then they've but had I've, anal. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, okay, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a, and I laughed because there was a little one off, like, do you think I'm a Lewinsky joke to like, because there was, you know, during the whole scandal. Yeah. It was which like, well, impeachment was, is on right now. I was going to say, I'm so, so excited. Good. Oh my God. So good. I, for, I kind of have forgot. I don't know how, but my dad actually worked in Washington, D.C. during oh. that time period for National Geographic. He was not Still. a not political. He or was around like it, though. To he be wasn't there. around. And so he was like, I don't really want to watch the show. But he did actually tell me this story today, uh, which cracked me up. So um, he works in IT and was working uh, on the servers at National Geographic, uh-huh. uh, their website. And they were going in on a Sunday to like reset them or whatever, when it wouldn't be a big deal. Mm. But across their their offices were across from the Mayflower Hotel where Ken Starr deposed Monica Lewinsky. And so wow. like they saw all these people and then he was outside on like a break and he smokes. <laughs> so he's probably on a smoke break. Um, and someone said, hey, do you live around here? He's like, I work around here. They're like, is there anywhere to eat? We, uh, you know, starving boss, it's going to be a while. And my dad recommended this place. And they said, what's your name? Tom. Okay, great. We'll tell them you sent us. And he was like, cool. So they finished. So they go their separate ways. They finish the stuff at work and they're like, we're hungry. Let's go to the place I said. And um, my dad gets in there and he said, the bartender was like, you're drinking for free, pal, because this, because the place was packed with people because it was like the only place open in the area on a Sunday that was serving food and it was packed with reporters and stuff. So he didn't like uh, see or hear anything like significant right. or whatnot. Um, but I just think that's funny that he that's was, like, awesome though tangentially involved. <laughs> and I do Hell mean yeah. tangentially. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's crazy though. Yeah. That's right. That's so bad. That's crazy. Like you get the, <laughs> you you get the drink for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically <laughs> sent in like 200 people. That's yeah, because awesome. he was like it was shoulder to shoulder by the time yeah. he, was, he was he and his like team were leaving. Mm-hmm. And it was just gonna be one of the, you know, it's the most business that place is like done on a Sunday and you know who knows how long. So probably, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that. I get free drinks for life, motherfucker. <laughs> and that's <laughs> I made your place Tom's, famous. That's how Tom Stanton tipped off reporters to a place called the side of the whale. That's Enjoy. awesome. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the Lewinsky joke cracked me up because I was like, oh yeah, because as I said, when we began the series mm-hmm. and it started in 1998, that was the year of the impeachment and all that stuff. And that 1998 was the horniest year on record <laughs> based on all the stuff I rattled off. Go back and listen to that first episode if you're curious. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of horniness, uh, yeah. so we're talking about the girl who, who, uh, who won't have sex, won't have sex <laughs> until she's married. And she said something that I have a question, it, just an opinion I want sure, from sure. you. Mm-hmm. She says, she says, sex is supposed to be special. Question, mm-hmm. in your opinion, do you agree with that in a way or? Um, in a way, but not in the like puritanical way she's okay. kind of coming at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I think it should be something you uh, want to do with a person that you like. But that's also just my personal approach. I totally get people who are like, I just like it to like it. And I don't need like a personal, a deep personal connection. I think I personally do. Mm-hmm. But I, like I said, I get it if someone doesn't. And I don't really, it's like one of those, not my business, do your thing kind of a things. But yeah. to me also that point of view of her is a, like I said, puritanical judgmental. Right. Like, 
Yeah. And it is only for your husband, you know, good wife. And then you shall retreat to the kitchen from there, from hence you came and bear children and be done with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Here's, here's my take on it. it. It can be special, but also it's mm-hmm. not special because here's why, here's why. The reason why I say it's not special is because it's something that we do naturally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like some people don't ever get a chance to discover, you know, to experience it. And that's, you know, that's different case. But most mm-hmm. of us on a regular basis, yeah. it's as easy as we start breathing when we are born, we start having sex at a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what makes it not special. But I do think if you have a connection with somebody, that in terms is what makes it special. Yeah. Not the act itself. Because mm-hmm. the act yeah. of, I mean, like, you know, it's an case, animal act. We're all, an we are yeah. animals, technically. Yeah. Your eyes I mean, see and your dick gets hard. Like, that's yeah. the, the things that you do naturally. That's, you know, so yeah, like, whether you want to or not, you like, there are biological urges that. Yeah. Brain still, yeah. met, Even you if know. you've never had sex, your brain still thinks about it. Like, yeah. so there's still something that makes you want to go towards having sex. Like, even girl in this episode, she may not have had sex, but she, she knows she's thought about it. And yeah. she's probably thinking about it while she was talking about it. You know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. She's such a, she is such an odd little character. Like, yeah. Stu- I've seen this as an episode that gets played a lot on, on cable because there's uh-huh. very little actual sex or no sex in it, actually. You don't yeah, ever yeah, see yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. They just imply um, it. <laughs> by the way there's another joke that we're gonna get to that i'll talk about like a little subtle on the nose like joke that i want to get into yeah uh, when we when we get there we'll okay get, yeah i just go ahead but yeah this so i've seen this one a lot and i've always just been sort of much like carrie kind of baffled by the laurel character i just yeah i i it, it is confusing because she like wants to be a writer which makes sense she would lo- want to talk to carrie in that sense but then like going on and on about the sex stuff yeah it is like wait why is this the writer you look up to there are dozens of other writers right you know and maybe it's the thrill of bumping into her in person and that's easier i yeah well she was also she said she wants to write a memoir but i'm like yeah. what are you gonna run about girl yeah well, i'm like not saying 20- that sex is only everything but like yeah at 25 there's yeah. no way you've lived a great life if that's especially the, with your outlook on it if you're looking at sex like that like there's no way you're out here yeah having like charlotte like charlotte could write a fucking charlotte could write a whole ass right? memoir yeah yeah like she could totally write. i'd read every, every page of it it'd be yeah. the wackiest shit so the back just, door how i uh discovered that i am an absolute fucking freak yeah <laughs> and that's also what i'm trying to figure out too it's like because this girl don't seem like she's had really had many experiences so it's like yeah she's gonna be like Shakespeare and just like making up things about places yeah. that she's never been. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to Verona, but let me tell you about these two families that yeah. had mad beef in Verona. <laughs> I'll tell you about this. The angels, the, the, the oldest story in Verona. Never been, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you the oldest story about it. These two families were nuts. <laughs> <laughs> these little girls killed herself or a guy yeah, she just she met at a her own death and I was like, Crazy. somebody told me that. I was like, holy shit, how? <laughs> Verona, <laughs> you, you have to live there to know. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel dumb. Had had he been to Italy? I know most right. of it. No, he's never. He's never. He, I don't think he's been out of fucking England. He definitely didn't go to Verona. I can tell you that. Yeah, uh, let's see. I remember that in my studies. Did Shakespeare go to Italy? Shakespeare sent many of his plays in Italy, though he almost certainly never went there. Thank you. Never certainly went there. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
Yeah. Yes. A- oh, so then shortly after she was still gonna, uh, she meets uh, Carrie, but runs into a doctor. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Bradley Nego. Brad- it's, it's such a weird name that stuck out to me. Thank you for remembering that because I definitely would never remember that. Uh, so she meets him as her new assistant <laughs> basically who's like this girl uh she was she's trying to be her assistant yeah uh, <laughs> strange. yeah strange. or her new friend like assistant yeah. friend i don't know how she mentor she's like yeah. her mentor she's gonna be the mentee she goes to get carrie's ring and she meets the doctor who uh as was later referred to as good on paper mm-hmm. yeah. but she said she said something interesting which i kind of agree with but not at the age that she is Mm -hmm. so like she says that like the guys who's good on paper is not the guy you end up that's the guy that you end up like leaving for the guy who's like hot and rides a motorcycle now in your 20s i agree with that i think Mm -hmm. a lot of women would do that and men as well too like well you know probably because i know i did i definitely found women in my life that probably could have been good wives for me but i was like not ready for that yeah yeah. i'm gonna go over here you know (laughs) for sure uh, oh yeah yeah you know what I mean? So that's what she said. For for Carrie to say that, I don't know if she was referring to like when she was younger or like right now. Because it's a bit of both. You think so? Yeah, because because this episode was so like oh twenties versus thirties, you know, right. thinking. Uh, yeah, I think it was sort of like the tension of like I'm older now. He is um, someone who I should want to want, and yet I mm-hmm. still don't. Uh, they also just like they kind of click, but not really. Mm-hmm. And I've yeah. had that. I've had that. I went on a date, um, and we like worked in the same like type of. Job. We were actually too similar on paper. We worked mm. in like a similar type of like producing production job. Liked comedy, liked movies, and we were talking. And man, it just died out because it was sort of like too similar. We almost started like bitching about work too much, and it kind of okay. just killed the vibe on the date. <laughs> okay and it was like he and he was like tall and and cute and stuff like that and i i think we both walked away like oh boy like good that was like a real good on paper situation Uh where it's like someone who's my level of ambition like makes the same kind of money and we do the same kind of job we get each other in all those senses but it just nothing you know that That happens very interesting yeah that is so interesting so and then so okay so I was, that was actually you actually kind of answered my next question mm-hmm. which was have you ever had a guy like yeah, yeah. Paper, but you like didn't want to like it didn't you know yeah yeah it's wow. uh, it's hap- it's happened and I know some people are like oh spark doesn't matter but I mean it does I mean, though it does and we both I mean, this was definitely like a mutual like I don't like neither of us was like no one was hurt or angry it was just sort of like that was a nice person but you know nothing you know nothing happened like and 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 let me ask you (laughs) let me ask you this uh as well um because you said this was like after the first date yeah and we never talked again (laughs) now uh, let me ask you this if he had asked you out again because like this guy asked carrie out once and then they kind of hang out nothing happens and they hang out again and nothing happens now let me ask you this because even even after so let's say Feeling how you felt after the first date, if he did call you and ask you out again, would you have said yes or would you have said I no? I think I would have said yes because okay. I was like, maybe something was off mm-hmm. with us that day, or I was like, 
maybe try a different setting like or something like that because we just had it like a bar it wasn't a big it wasn't super crowded or noisy mm. but like maybe we get dinner instead where it's a little right. more mm. just a hair more intimate like thing. right I feel like we kind of faced each other weird at the bar or something like that. Uh, that was not going to be necessarily the design thing. But I think I, I liked the idea of who he was enough uh, that I would have tried again. Because I have had dates where I, I did do a first date uh-huh. and then I was like, I don't care for the guy. And I got kind of a second ask and I was like, man, no, thank you. You know? Huh. Okay. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Because like, you know, I don't know, like, I guess as a guy looking at it, you know, it's like, that's what the world has told us. Like, you got to look good on paper. You got to have a good mm-hmm. job. You got to yeah, have this, yeah. got to have that. Like, of course, have a personality and shit like that. But that's so crazy to think that like, you could have all that and still not yeah. catch a spark. Yeah. Because there is, you know, like, that's what I always joke. I want a matchmaker, but the matchmaker can only take you so far by right. you know, things on paper. It really does come down to like in-person interaction. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Now, do you think there are women out there who like didn't do what you did and are still with like the person that's good on paper, even though they didn't feel the spark? You Probably. Yeah. I think so? yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I think especially frankly older generations uh-huh. because there were weren't and aren't that many options or there weren't that many Oh options yeah, for available. women, yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. my like my age group never was wanted you, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd say like my age group and younger, probably not. They, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's enough, you know, you can do enough on your own now that there's no sense of like oh, I need a specific type of man to secure my ability to mm-hmm. make it in the future that's so interesting yeah huh. I, I don't know because i was at first not, after this conversation i have a different opinion because at first when she was saying that uh it was like i don't know like borderline insulting it's like good on paper then what the fuck do you want like that means you mm-hmm. don't know what you want then like it means like you know that shit matters yeah. like you're looking for some kind of like toxic shit but after talking to you i see i i still i get it though because like mm-hmm. you kind of went about it in a different way yeah. like you know like you went on the date had a good time you gave full effort it just wasn't there and mm-hmm. it wasn't there for either one of you so you yeah. could just like you know move on with your lives yeah but that's so i it's like it doesn't feel as i guess toxic as i, I was like, it was. Now that said, i guess just carry yeah harry absolutely wants the toxic shit Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm that's why, and that's maybe that's why I was like upset by it because like coming out of Carrie's mouth, I'm like, that sounds insulting. Like, what is a guy who's good on paper? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, you know, because he made it seem like he was kind of like, eh, it's like, eh, he's good enough. He like, he's he didn't enough. insult her. He didn't play mind games with right. her. Right. He didn't, you know, go off to Paris. Hint, hint. We'll get to that in a minute, and so on. Um, he didn't do all these things that she's used to slash mm-hmm. want slash mm-hmm. craves mm-hmm. so then there was no spark for her there because he wasn't basically being a complete psycho <laughs> to match her psychoness <laughs> and you know what and that's a thing and that's a thing though i know that's a thing like mm-hmm. i know that's a thing. like some people that like, they can't get away from it even though they say yeah. they don't like it they somehow it somehow finds them even though they don't mm-hmm. like it and i think that's because they go looking for it like they yep. but that's a that's definitely a sign of something that like they need to go figure out in therapy because like you know what mm-hmm. i mean like if, if that's what yeah. you need in your life to consider passion like that's that's not good you don't, you don't yeah you don't want to be doing that but speaking of which mm-hmm. 
That's fine. Let's just go ahead and get there. Let's get to jump to There's some other things we're not talking about, but let's just jump to yeah, let's just I get went there. there. Carrie sees big at the oh. Hamptons hoedown, which by the way, I double checked also a real thing. I don't know if it's still going on. But That's for, so weird to me because like New York and a hoedown doesn't really. It's like, like oh, yeah. how, how quaint the country folk are. That's probably what it's. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah. like an ironic hoedown. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but oh, those, oh, the outfits were so bad, uh, yeah, which yeah. I just had to point out because man of like what Carrie's wearing. I think I would I would just hurl myself at the ocean after me yes. and be like because Big and his girlfriend Natasha are there and they're all in white and they look so elegant and she looks like an absolute dummy with this cowboy hat tube top skirt combo I'd be like well it's time to walk into the sea and never be seen again because holy shit it's and it's I mean that, and, oh, wait hold on hold on not outfits. only that she walks in with a terrible outfit. Mm-hmm. But she walks into an ex-boyfriend who has Bridget Monahan on his yeah, arm, like <laughs> a fucking smoke show. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> she is gorgeous. I would get a yeah. gun and just blow. My- yeah, like I said, just like when she runs out into the beach, would have kept on running straight yeah. to the ocean. Just take me. Yeah. Take Let me to the sea. Me. I'm going to the sea. <laughs> going to the seas because I cannot do this. Yes. Holy shit. Like that's probably the worst way you could run into an ex. Period. Mm-hmm. Like for yeah. anybody. You mm-hmm. run into him with somebody. I mean, here's the thing. Yes, looks aren't everything, but come on. The literal freaking model. Like she's yeah. a model. Like, and literally. in the show, they say she works for Ralph Warren. I think it's like a buyer or something like that. But right. she does also it'll come out, she does modeling uh, right. within the within the her character yeah. in the show as well yeah. as a model. Of course she would. Yeah, she's tall, um, she's she's yeah. yeah, slim, yeah, she's gorgeous. Well, yeah. What yeah. else why wouldn't she be a model on top of working for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah, and just the whole contrast of like like I said, the elegant white and Carrie looking like a total dork. I don't know. Oh, it's just man, the worst day. Oh. oh boy. The only thing that would have been worse is she like had her hair up and had like a fucking mask on. Face her. mask. Like, yeah, <laughs> really, like getting ready for bed. That could have been the only. Yeah. You know. Oh man, poor Carrie. I felt so bad for her in that moment. Yeah. Like. And, and he's so full of shit that he's like, oh, I meant to call you. I, I just got back from Paris. The deal, fell, whatever his BS business deal fell through. And that's where mm-hmm. he met her, met Natasha. Um, and, and all his insistences that like he was going to call her, I'll call you. To her credit, she just was like, oh, okay, cool. And walked away. She didn't yeah. engage, which was yeah, smart. Yeah. But then she did have to like break into a run like 10 steps away. I felt bad. I mean, yeah, I mean she had to get away from it. Uh also to uh I still don't fuck with Carrie, but uh I'm back to not fucking with Big no more because yep. I realized how much of it like that you know and I'm more mad at them too because like they did it in a way to make you as a watcher kind of be living through Carrie because like mm. now I realize some of the shit that he was doing to make her look crazy and I was like on his side that's how she was feeling like he was mm. gaslighting her and like pull, manipulating her in ways and like that's why she wouldn't leave because like yeah. she was like oh I'm the one that's being and mm. just seeing the bullshit this little interaction that she had with him he's like oh I, I was gonna call oh I was gonna do that mm-hmm. no you mm-hmm. weren't if you were going to yep. do it you would have done it yep 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 
Period. This is this is uh, another you know uh, piece of evidence of the Biggs a giant piece of shit file. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, is she still into with this nigga at the end? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> There better be a, a long journey of character development before we get to that point because I right now I I ain't watching it. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm watch not, the movie. I, I ain't nothing. doing it. I ain't nothing. doing it. I'm not gonna do it. I, I, I refuse, Elizabeth. You will record this podcast by yourself. I say. <laughs> Me talking to the cat about it. Yeah, like, so you can't watch Big Psycho, right? Also though, also, though, I would watch that episode if it was just you and your cat on a podcast. That's all I'm saying. I think any of our fans would be like, all right, fuck it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, um, so, yeah. And then I do like this little full circle moment, though, because Carrie does run out on the beach, mm-hmm. having an absolute freak out. And right. Miranda finds her and is like, hey, are you okay? Carrie tells her what happened. And then she just pukes right in the sand and Miranda holds her hair back. She pulls it back. Although she was her a little friend. bit uh, she was a little bit late in the way she pulled she her hair back. She was a little back, behind, yeah. You gotta... She was a little bit behind on the throw and also too the way she pulled her hair back she basically depending on how much Carrie threw up like yeah. wiped it kind of back on her face as she yeah. was pulling her hair. <laughs> so it's not easy. Uh, yeah it's not. Not with all that hair. All that curly hair. Yeah yeah. It's, yeah. It's a hard, that's hard it. That, that's a catcher. Yeah. <laughs> at the, yeah. That'll, that'll catch you um all right so we can go back i'm sorry i just i know oh, it's okay we were there. we were there we had yeah, we were there we had the it's the elephant on the beach as the it were. we had to elephant in the hamptons the elephant in hampton yes so let's go back to uh charlotte so after <laughs> <laughs> after carrie spends a little time on after they all spend a little time on the beach they go back and miranda is deciding to cook them all a feast mm-hmm. and uh yes. say what I said bless. So I'm like, bless, I, yeah. Miranda, this whole episode is me. She's like covered up wearing a shirt on the beach. I thought it was funny too that they were like, oh, she, Charlotte should put on sunscreen. Yeah. And ta- when did tanning come back? Funnily enough, in about two years, tanning would be all the rage. I know I have so many friends who did tanning yeah. beds yeah. and, and, uh liked to lay out in the sun and everything like including friends who are paler than me yeah and everybody took a huge gamble from like 2000 to like 2006 on the tanning and like spray because spray tanning just never quite looks right um yours truly continued to hide from the sun and recently bought herself a swimsuit that has a zip up front and like sleeves like my whole your shoulders and arms are fully covered because i cannot fuck with the sun and i thought it was so that's funny. what Samantha was doing. She was like, "Fuck that tanning shit." Let me. Yeah. Where's the SBF forty five? Get out. Of I, and I laughed that the, what somebody said it goes up that high. I was like, "Bitch, I've had a hundred and loved it." There's it. Not, it's not it even goes, high enough for me. Yeah, it goes up pretty high. Yeah, I, I, I do need full coverage, but so I thought that was funny. But that's yeah, then so Miranda goes and gets them uh, seafood and uh, fresh corn, which is delicious, by the way. Okay, yes. We're watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And then Charlotte runs into Carrie's room because she's taking a shower and finds a tick and it is crabs. <laughs> That's the joke that I like. That's what that I cut like. Away, she's that like, cut away, the so cut away to the boiler crab. I was like, wait, what she have? Ah. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Here's the thing. Was it the most clever? No. No. Was it the most sophisticated? No. no. It was like a very good dad joke. 
but I, I love the well executed joke though because the timing was so perfect and so not only did, but the good follow-up to that too is the crabs go in the pot on the cutaway and then yeah. Charlotte's rushing, like you see sheets flying out of the upper bedroom and Charlotte <laughs> rushing out the door at the same time to go get medication to deal with it. And yeah. <laughs> it, that was like that piece of comedy goes uh, unsung. And yeah. I just, I, yeah. I want to bring that up because it's so funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say, like, it wasn't the most clever of jokes, but it's those little, it's a, the little subtle jokes in there that, like, People just yeah. think of like, you know, cut away little pieces of scene. Like those little jokes right there are the gold, man. Yeah. That's what keeps shows on the air. Is yeah. that little that little piece. The little yeah. There's the obvious joke and then the slightly less obvious one of the shit right. flying, Charlotte <laughs> running away. She was gone. Yeah. <laughs> she was out the fucking door. She said no. But this raises an interesting question. How okay. does weirdo little Laurel know what crabs look like if she's never had sex? Oh, you know that bitch has been studying like medical books and shit like that. Here's the thing. Remember, just because she hasn't had sex doesn't mean That's that true. she ain't thinking about it or studying yeah. it or learning about oh, it. Oh, right. And, see, and it was implied maybe friends of hers have had crap. Also, she was also kind of nerdy too. So I feel yeah. like when she was probably in like sex education class, she was like taking all the notes yeah, and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So it really wasn't like an experience thing, just like a yeah, healthy wealth of knowledge from being a nerd thing. Yeah, well, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> also, she could be full of shit. We never. It was never proven whether or not that she was real or not. Yeah. We just kind of assumed that she was telling the truth, and then after this episode, we don't see her again. We never. We have no. She could be a little Charlotte in these streets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I love too. So Charlotte can. They go to the Hamptons hoodout and. Yes. Charlotte confronts the guy by giving her crabs, and he's like, "Well, you lied about your age, and that's worse." And I'm like, "No, sir." No, sir. Wait Trans- a second. Transmitting an STD to somebody is far worse than lying about your age, unless it's like a weird minor situation. <laughs> right. That's where I was going to go. Neither here nor there. That's where I was going to go because I was like, lying about your age can be worse depending on what the age is. Yeah. She lied about being 27, not 17. He needs to calm the fuck down. Wait, go get some lupus or, or, or pesticide or something for them. them right. Gross. Yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, there was, I was like, when, she, when he said that, I was like, uh, mm. Because I was with him, but not with him. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, technically she lied. Then she was like, because even she tried to, and she did that bullshit that, that fucking liar zoo. She was like, you assumed you believe, that I didn't you correct you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you said a number and I just didn't correct you. It's like, that's still a lie, bitch. Like, don't it, is. it is still a lie. <laughs> yeah, because you went with it. You, if if he'd have said 20, he's fucking seven, and you'd be like, no, actually, that's But the truth. knowingly giving somebody an STD is a, I think, a crime in some places. It is a crime. It, is, it depends on the STD. If it's something yeah. like, like HIV, that's yeah. can technically exactly. be considered attempted murder, actually. Mm. Uh, so don't do that, people. Don't do that. You're out there. Don't do that. If you have an STD, disclose uh, your disclose that shit. Yes. Um, but then I do like uh so they're at the party and it's hosted by Samantha's former assistant. But yes. the, the inexperience shows because there's a, the party is turning to chaos. Yes. You know, Samantha is gracious and goes to congratulate her on the party, but then people are running up to her telling her like all sorts, you know, like this is going wrong and the firewa- fireworks go off too early and she begs Samantha for help and she, you know, does the right thing. But then I do like that Samantha's like, 
oh nina you should meet greg who has the crabs yeah she's like look, look i'm gonna help you out but you're gonna get a lesson well. yeah 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 <laughs> see that's what i'm saying samantha first of all i wrote that too i was like samantha is queen because like yeah, that little yeah. moment she's like i'm gonna help because here's the day not only am i help you make your party better I'm also going to get a little piece of myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, because at the end of the day, with Samantha helping her out, she's not going to get the credit for that. Mm-hmm. Gina is going to still get the credit for the party. So she's got to get her little piece of revenge. Yeah. And yeah. that little, just sliding Greg over, be like, here, mm-hmm. Mr. Krabs, meet this fucking... Mr. Krabs, meet this fucking entitled bitch. Y'all deserve each other. I love Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob. Oh, he's yeah. the best. Um, But yeah, and so... And then Samantha, or excuse me, Carrie comes to the conclusion that 20-somethings are to be, you know, given compassion and understood and until they're dating your ex-boyfriend who broke your heart, which like, yeah, fine. But yeah. again, the, this whole, this is not the first time this has come up in, in the series, this whole like mm. 30 versus something, 20-something thing. And I still just think it is stupid at the end of the day. Cause like, like as we said, choice on this could be annoying everybody, mm-hmm. but everybody's been there but they treat it like with such a like those girls are the devil and they're evil and they're stealing our shit no you're older get your shit together right and also if you don't concentrate on the rivalry you team up and you fucking you take down the fucking patriarchy finally but we're being divided because of the patriarchy like the people who work uh there it's like three girls who work on um on my show with me who are like the next level below and they're like in their mm. 20s around i'm so like protective of an, and encouraging i'm like do you need help with this or like i'm like are you getting your vacation time like right. uh, one of them does a, a regular thing that we have to do and i took it over when she's on vacation she was like call me if you need anything i was like throw your fucking phone in the ocean when you're on vacation yeah don't, don't even yeah, give a shit exactly you're on yeah. vacation exactly you know, they should be I, calling I learned you. hard like hard wage that i made myself to available at previous jobs and things like that so i'm very i'm like protective yeah. of them and people will take advantage of that shit too yeah yeah they know you work really hard and shit like that they'll yeah. try to keep you on they'll try to keep you in the same that same position for a mm-hmm. long time because good work is your good helpers are and th- hard this to is find. why samantha is smart though to go congratulate nina and she's like, I might be working here for her, but that's the smart, right thing to do. If you treat right. people well, if one of those girls goes on to something bigger and better, who is she going to be more willing to call? Someone right. who treated her well and like worked with her and encouraged her and offered support or not? Like it's yeah. just, you gotta treat everybody nicely in the long run or kindly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, it's, just- It's the, easier to do it. It's, easy, it's actually, it's easier to be nice than so to be an ass. <laughs> It seriously is. Like, yeah. even when you, like, honestly, like, if I don't feel like being nice, it still takes more effort and more energy to be an asshole. Yeah. I can just, you, because even when you fake being nice, it's yeah. easier than being a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just sure. less. So um, just save your energy just for the sake yeah. of that. Like, even if you don't, if you don't consider yourself a genuinely nice person, just save your energy and fake it. Because, <laughs> like, you'll get away from the situation nine times out of 10 a lot quicker. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, this the whole notion of like 
and but that's the whole like ageism with women's society problem too is like they're in their 30s and you know especially in this era by the time you're 40 you're nothing so you tick tock tick tock tick tock like not even a biological clock thing but just like you need to catch your man but you only have a few more years before you're 40 and we have to shove you off the island of Manhattan and stuff like that and I that's I think as the show goes on, it loses a little of that mentality. Yeah. Uh, they get away from fussing over the 20-year-olds, but not for a while with Natasha in the game, I will say. That, uh, uh, that's going to... Yeah, yeah, I figured, yeah, I figured she's going to play that, it. Yeah. that thread for, if I recall, like at least another season. It's not going to uh, be the most dominant thing, but it is like a big deal. Be like, oh, she's 20-something. It's like... Yeah, maybe consider that your older boyfriend keeps chasing younger girls. You are a younger woman and she's an even younger woman. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe yeah. it's not Natasha's fucking fault about anything. Did you ever right. think of that? Yeah, so like, yeah, she Natasha's not there to spite you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Natasha knows fuck all about you. I know she yeah. said, like, oh, I heard nice things about you. That's just something you fucking say. Yeah, you know. Big, you know, you know damn well Big ain't say shit about Carrie. Yeah. He ain't talking yeah. about her at all. Like that guy hardly ever talked about his past with Carrie. So you yeah. think he's gonna talk about his past with this girl? Like, hey, hot model lady, let me tell you about my ex girlfriend Carrie. Right. Who's a writer and does this and that. Yeah. No. As far as yeah, yeah. and he, Natasha, think, he wasn't thinking yeah. about her. That's why he didn't call her when he got back. Yeah. That's why she didn't know he was back in Paris. That's mm-hmm. why she don't know shit else about. Him. And Natasha did not steal him because no, a, there's no such. I mean, there's not really anything as stealing in this because right. the guy makes the choice to leave. That's why the whole Angelina versus Jennifer Anderson thing was such bullshit because Brad skated through that with no fucking problems. Everybody was like, oh, Angelina's a dirty man stealer and, and she hurt Jennifer, sweet girl next door, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, oh, Brad is, a, is just the football that passed between them who had no agency. Fuck out of here with that shit. He's no, an no, innocent no. man. What are you talking about? He was He's... a happy wife until the seductress that is Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Bullshit. Well, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying Angelina. Yeah, I, wish, I wish everybody could have saw you. Well, you should For watch those the... who will be watching. Who watch the YouTube. Face, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't like women who go after, you know, taking her married men, which sure. in theory she did. But again, he's not powerless to, she right. is not like a fucking actual witch, like, and he's powerless yeah. to her, her charms. Right. And, and he had no choice. I'm so sorry, Jennifer. Really? Oh. That's, a, that's, that's the thing at the end of the day, like ultimately, you know, I mean, I know that all that shit is over now, but ultimately in that situation, Jennifer Anderson shouldn't have been married at Angelina Jolie. Like Angelina Jolie was being a single girl. Like, yeah, she should have stayed away from a, a married man, but like she was being a single girl doing single girl shit. It's well, remember, the husband that has a responsibility to make it to, not happen. To shut it down. Not put himself in a position to make the mistake. And there's no, I, and maybe I'm misremembering, but as far as I recall, there's never been any direct contact between the two of them, Jennifer mm. and Angelina regarding that situation and i understand like why would there be i wouldn't necessarily want to talk to her either yeah so and maybe she doesn't even hate angelina as much as she fucking hates brad i think she would hate brad more certainly she carries contempt for angelina in a certain sense who but it would be brad you'd be madder at or slash you should be madder at there and there i again we don't know the behind the closed doors of that situation at all but they're they're probably all fucking (laughs) it's Hollywood but there are situations where 
uh, in, in non-celebrity life that I've read and that people have shared that are true that the woman is mad at the other woman and it's like she is part of the problem yes sure but so is your man yeah like well the way I see it is yeah. like the person that took vows is the most responsible for not exactly. cheating the single girl did not take any vows but the yeah. married man did so mm-hmm. you gotta you it's your promise to keep not her so you shouldn't yeah. be mad at the girl you gotta be mad at the man or vice versa if the wife steps mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. that's the one you need to be mad at because yeah. she's the one that took vows yeah sorry bro but that's all irrelevant because big and natasha aren't married so that's true but but still the vibe is so but still the vibe but is the still the same like yeah, yeah. she was just a girl working in paris met a guy that she thought mm-hmm. was handsome and they got along yeah that's all she did she, she was so else. impressed with his business <laughs> what does he do for a living drugs that nigga sell drugs i don't give a fuck what drugs. he does. he sells yeah. drugs dark, dark no 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 you know what he's an arms dealer because <laughs> <laughs> bridget monahan fucking dated Nicolas Cage in Lord of War and he was an arms dealer and I feel like that's what she, it's like, she's a typecast of she's always like a gangster's husband in, in something so that's exactly mm-hmm. what Big is he's a motherfucking gangster he's an arms dealer I'm telling you or she was there or I always think of her in Coyote Ugly she was the bitch in Coyote Ugly right yeah 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 it's either that or he sells like some kind of like weird war bonds or some shit like that I don't know he probably does what whatever those guys were that I mentioned on the TikTok way earlier he's one of those <laughs> was, he's one of those guys he's not yeah. broke Bob by any stretch right. but he's like the one who like put the spreadsheet together yeah <laughs> the one they paid to put it together that's yeah. how he makes his millions so they yeah. pay him a fuck ton of money to do the spreadsheets <laughs> that's funny I just, that's awesome this is a great do- episode this is this a, a great ass yeah. episode. It was fun. This is yeah. This is an yeah. all time classic one because yeah. this is the big bombshell of biggest dating Natasha. Right. Like, um, I think we only have one more before the season's over. By the way. Oh sweet. Um, I need to double check that, but I could be wrong. Cool. Um, but yes, yeah. This is like one that is very frequently talked about, referenced, and stuff like that for all the things we discussed here yeah. and more. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see that, man. Yeah. I definitely can see that being like the episode of the season for sure. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. This was fun. Uh so tell the people where they can find you. Well they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Elizabeth Movies. Where can yes. they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, everywhere at Mac Diddy Combs, M-A-C-K-D-I-D-D-Y-C-O-M-B-S on all the platforms. Uh, and then you can find our podcast at Show Me What Podcast on Instagram. And then that has our link tree. Mm-hmm. And you can go to all the places, our YouTube, our, you know, where we, where, where else we stream and shit like that. Make yep. sure you like and subscribe yes, and make please. sure you comment let us know mm-hmm. what episode you like because you know we got to get that algorithm you know yep gotta get it going so like, like subscribe like subscribe and comment <laughs> people uh also while you're there while you're listening you know those are you already know we we, we you know what i'm saying we got a great candle company that works with us arlo mm-hmm. australia go to their uh, instagram a-r-l-o underscore australia Get yourself some candles and then you can use our promo code show me miss at checkout and they'll get you 10% off. Uh, they got reed diffusers, they got bath bombs now, they got big candles, little candles, they last long, they smell good, and they don't fucking fill your house with smoke because you can burn them all day and, and everything's good. So yep. 
get you some candles, get you some reed diffusers if you don't like burning candles. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. So Arlo Australia, A-R-L-O underscore Australia on Instagram. And, and by the way, I have to say, uh, forgive the accent, a good day to our Australian listeners. You make up less than 1% of our audience, but you are there and we appreciate you. Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. No, so it's one word it's just one word good night i think i do a new zealand thing by accident all the time sorry it's it's very <laughs> it's, it's it's different but very slight you have to have an ear for it yeah. otherwise it all sounds the same to you but there is a difference <laughs> they will tell you and if you call an australian a fucking kiwi they'll fuck you up yeah. and vice versa vice versa <laughs> so, i get it it's two different countries <laughs> like two different People want to love them together. It is two different countries. I tell you what, though, you run, you run, you run a higher risk of getting punched in the face if you call New Zealand an Aussie. I tell you that one hundred percent. They don't fuck with that at all. Respect. <laughs> They're very proud of where they come from. You'll As well, up. they should be. As well, they should be because it's Beautiful gorgeous country. there. Yeah, why wouldn't you? And the food I is fine. Dude, somewhere. there's this uh, New Zealand restaurant in uh, 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 San Diego. Ooh. Me and my friend went to fire straight flames it was the best place (laughs) i've ever been to in my life so i'm definitely going to new zealand because if that's how they cook their food i'm there i'm gonna go there and get food at (laughs) 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 all right guys well we'll see you on the next one later